his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I love I love Paul Douglas, but I just have to disagree with that forecast. Paul said that it sounds pretty awful to not have snow on the ground by Christmas. I would be thrilled with no snow, frankly, for the entire winter. I'd be fine with it. Snow? Get it out of here. Do you really... I have a theory, and I'd like your response on this. I believe that Minnesotans 100% pretend that they love the snow, but they really hate it. They hate it. It's annoying. It's cold. It slows down your commute. Nobody really likes snow. You guys are are engaged in one of the greatest frauds in the history of, of the world in pretending that you love this snow. Nobody wants it. A dusting is fine. I don't need it. Snow, get out of here. 651-461-9226. I really believe that this is a giant, just a giant ruse. I mean, I salute Minnesota's commitment to the bet. We are so dedicated to proving how tough we are. We're tougher than the rest of the country. We can handle this snow. Our airport takes all this snow, and we've got no problem. We just keep on flying. Flights keep taking off. This is Minnesota, you little pansy states to the south. Look at these states shutting down from one inch of snow. Ha, ha, ha. We don't really believe any of this. We hate it. We hate the snow. If we could go the rest of the year without snow, I would not miss it. Zero percent miss it. 651-461-9226. Are you with me? Is this one of the biggest ongoing frauds wrapped up in our Minnesota identity? So much so that some of the the flag designers are putting a snowflake on here. So much so that we had this ridiculous campaign when the when the Super Bowl was here, the Bold North. This is the Bold North. And then it was so damn cold that everybody who came here from the Super Bowl is like, there is no way in hell we're ever coming back to that godforsaken land. I love our summer. Winter, in two years, my youngest will be in college. And you will be listening to Drive Time with Russia from Florida or Arizona. I'm getting out of here. I mean, I, who likes this? 
651-461-9226. I believe. You know, and I, I admire it. I admire that we're taking what's been handed to us and we're trying to make the best of it. And we've decided we can't convince people that it's not snowy, that it's not cold. So what if we pretend that we like it? Now, wait a minute. I don't think we like it. You just called that exact attitude a fraud. But you admire it? I admire the fraudulence. Okay. I admire the commitment to the bit. (laughs) The pretend excitement over the snow. Be honest. Wouldn't this be a much better place to live if we had all the great things about Minnesota and western Wisconsin? You guys have the same weather we do. If we could have all the great things about this area, minus the snow, you're really not going to take it? You, you would love it. You would love it. If we went an entire winter with zero inches of snow, wonderful. Wonderful. But all the Minnesotans would pretend, right? I'm sure we'd have our, our voice guy doing some sad You know, it's just not Minnesota without a good snowfall. I feel like if if I claim that I don't care for winter, that I don't like the snow, Mm -hmm. that I will be rejected by Minnesota. I mean, start to look at the text line because they're coming. Of course, the one person says you're not a Minnesotian. (laughs) But, you know, 651-461-9226, the city's one plumbing, talk and text line. I mean, I'm not cheering for global warming, right? So there is a climate aspect of this. Uh, Cold weather, I'm fine with like a week of cold weather. It's fine, I guess, if we must. But, like, we don't really have skiing here, right? We have we have the cute little hills. They're cute. I don't know. I mean, I'm scared to go on them. So what do I know? Maybe this is the issue. Like, I do not do anything outdoors in the winter. Bill is in Elk River, a city that sounds like it's it's ready to be covered with snow. Bill, are you with me or, or am I out of my mind here? I think, unfortunately, you have to take your career to a different state. (laughs) It's a shame. I had a good run. I had a good run. It was better maybe when I was reading words that other people wrote for me. I I would just, I I would express my excitement about the snow. uh, Maybe if you were reading somebody else's verbiage. But, uh, yeah, I'm disappointed that we don't have snow. And it's doom and gloom and cloudy and brown. At least the white stuff makes it better. And, yeah, we do have hills, and up north we do have mountains, and uh, we are the land of 10,000 ropes. So, are you, What do you do to enjoy the snow, Bill? Snowboard. Oh, Ski, yeah. Ice fish. Do anything. Snowmobile, four-wheel. Anything that you do in the summer, you can do with snow on the ground. You just put on more clothes. Yeah. Do you, would, if we have one year, just one year with no snow, would would you really be sad about it? 100%. Mm. All right. All right, there's Bill. Bill, thank you. 
It's a good. I mean, I get it. I get Bill's perspective. Yeah. I just. I'm confused as to what sort of human really enjoys this. (laughs) Now, the the the. One of the benefits about our cold weather is that we do tend to get bluer skies, right? So kind of the sun, the blue skies. But I could do without the snow. Texters, you need to leave Minnesota. (laughs) Snow is synonymous with Minnesota. I love snow. Snow makes summer that much better and appreciated. Now, let's just take a moment and examine the psychology of that, that mindset. I need to be beaten down so I can enjoy the beauty that is summer. Can't we just enjoy summer without having to pay the price? Why do we have to pay the price? Let's talk to Adam in Robbinsdale. He's on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Adam, thanks for calling the show. Oh, Dan's taking another call. He's going to click Adam on the air right now. Oh, we're going to go to Bill first. All right, Adam, stand by. Dan's orchestrating probably a coup against me is what I can assume. Bill, you're on the air. Am I wrong? I got you back, but no, 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 no. I'm with you 100%, buddy. I'm a plow truck guy. I love this. I don't get my truck all beat to you know what. Yes. No, I'm not up all night plowing, slipping, sliding, worried about people crashing into me. It's great. This is if it never snows for five years, I'm all in. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> and buddy. that's a plow driver. Corner, all right? That's a yeah. plow driver. You can keep this white stuff. No, I yeah. no, I love it. I, I love this weather. Why do Why do you think Minnesotans are so committed to pretending that they love the snow? Exactly. That's exactly. Oh, because it makes them feel good. They're Minnesotans. And, oh, like the morning gal. She wants to go snowshoeing. Oh, give oh, me really? a break. Well, put on your boots and yeah, put on your boots and go take a hike with no snow. That's and maybe right. You won't slip and slide. Exactly. No, no. This no snow thing is great. Okay. Yeah. No. And all this, and you can still you can still go ice fishing with no snow. Yes. It still gets cold. It it's still gets cold. I'm not and advocating. Yeah, I don't want it to be 60, you know? I mean, I want ice fishing to happen. I, I think that's exactly. great. Go, go to Colorado. Go ski in, in, the, in the Colorado. That's fine. That's exactly no, right, Bill. The, these Minnesota skiers are absolutely kidding themselves, aren't they? Oh, like, give me a break. That's not skiing anyway. <laughs> You're down the hill in five seconds. Right. Come on. Bill, no, thank I'm you. I'm behind you all the way, buddy. That's, all right? I, so I, Bill, we needed you. We needed you because you should see what's happening to me on the text line. Thank you. Now, all apologies to Adam, who we'll have on here in a second. Yes. But would you like to apologize for accusing me of trying to take over? I thought you were trying to and orchestrate. I was serving up a call that was going to do nothing but agree That's with true. you. That's true. I thought you were orchestrating the avalanche. And then, I mean, anytime no. you would like to apologize. I apologize. Drastic accus- Dan, I I was wrong. Okay, and I want to apologize to Adam for skipping him in line, but I needed to get Bill on. So That's fair. Adam's going to tell me I'm wrong, I assume. Adam, you're on the air now. Who hurt you? <laughs> Did you get, like, pummeled by snowball <laughs> as a kid? Well, I mean, yes. What's the point yes. of the cold without snow? Mm. I mean, ice fishing, so, so, like, what, 5% of the state goes ice fishing, right? And also, what's the alternative? So you want it still to be cold. But then it's just but not, not really that cold. I mean, yeah, I'm sort of pandering I mean, it, to agree with the with the ice fishing crowd. Like I wouldn't I guess 
it would be odd if our lakes didn't freeze over the winter, but but I now that you mention it, I would be fine with that too. Ice fishing, you're, you're the done. The guy just talked himself out of a job. If he doesn't want to plow snow, just don't plow snow. <laughs> He's not doing it anyways now. Just don't do it, it if is, he doesn't like it. It is sort of funny. The guy who, who has a plow truck is happy. Yeah, that another option is just to not plow. That is a choice. Yeah. I don't know. He agreed yeah. with me. I, I really enjoyed the call. <laughs> sure. All right, man. You have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. Uh, more texts, more calls. Stay on the line, Pete. 651-461-9226. Snow, get out of here. I am not dreaming of a white Christmas here on Drive Time Winter Russia. Well, that was a well-placed liner there, wasn't it? Am I wrong? You know, a lot of textures are agreeing with me, Dan. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, are we reading the same text line? <laughs> I'm 100% with you, Jason. I hate everything about winter, the snow and the cold. 100% agree. I'm so sick of trying to not slip and fall for three months. Go away, snow. Absolutely, Jason. Jesus wasn't born in a blizzard, so no, we don't need snow. There you go. Also wasn't born anywhere near us, uh, but you yeah, know. I mean there is that. I love snow. You are ridiculous, says another texter. I mean, honestly, you could text daily to this show, you are ridiculous, and you'd probably be correct. There's a pretty good chance. Yeah. Your odds are yeah, you got a good <laughs> shot. Zero inches of snow would be like Nirvana. Am I just cherry picking yes. text? Yes, you are. That's exactly what you're doing. Pete is in Oakdale on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Pete, I would be absolutely fine if we got no snow, no white Christmas. Let's just have a snow-free experience for once and see how it feels. What do you think? I say, boy, you're really stirring the pot this time, aren't you? (laughs) 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 Man, you got a lot of people up in arms. What are you talking about? You know what, though? I, I love it because uh, you're not talking politics for a change, and it's nice just to talk about something fun. That that was sort of where my head was today, Pete. I had I'll lift up the curtain for you. We had two ideas as to how we were going to start this show. One was kind of heavy and polarizing, and I'm just not in the mood today. I don't know. Like, there's something about the fact that the state, like. People are arguing about the seal or the flag or the snowplow. And it's kind of fun. Like, we can argue about things that are low stakes sometimes. I think it's it's a nice break. Right, right. Very good. Pete, well, I, what do you I, think, though? Do you, do you miss, do you want the snow? I do. I really do. I, I've been cross-country skiing since I was 12, and now I'm in my early 60s. Um, I've been looking forward to getting out there and getting some exercise and training for a, a short race. And I miss it. I want to get out there and, and uh, get playing the snow. And for the, I got an answer for the people that don't like the snow. Okay. It's, the people that don't like the snow is, is you got to find something to do, you, you, whether it's snowmobiling or whatever. I hear people talk about ice fishing, but you certainly can ice fish without snow. Right. But um, the the anyway, maybe that's what I need. There. Maybe I need my my snow thing. I worry that <laughs> right? that me on cross country skis is a recipe for absolute disaster. disaster. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot more things out there. <laughs> maybe the, maybe snowshoeing. Yeah. Start a, a little more gentler. Pete, thanks for calling and thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line 651-461-9226. What's the new thing? I forget what it's called now. Is it snow skipping? Uh, oh, you know what I'm talking about? It's like yeah, a small, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, a dog sled, but a smaller version of it. They they just, just opened a store. You ride it like a scooter. Kick sled. Kick, Kick sled. sled. There you go. Kick, skip. I mean, you got one. You're, you you're on the right track. Uh, there are some there are some people who disagree with me on the text line. No. Jason, when you move, I would suggest you might be a great fit in Portland, <laughs> New York City, or Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, Jason, we need snow to cover the leaves. My neighbor has not raked up yet. That's that's fair. <laughs> uh, see, the skiers, they could just make snow. That's exactly right. We don't need We don't need it in my neighborhood. We don't need it. I am willing to park my snowblower. Jason, stop telling other people how they feel. I love snow. It's gorgeous. I love riding my horses in the snow. Hmm. Now, the image of riding a horse in the snow is magic, right? Like, that's magical. I would, lo- I would you, love ever, to ride a horse in the snow. Have you ever ridden a horse at all? Yes. Because uh, I only did it once in my life. And I stretched and nearly pulled muscles I didn't even know I had. So I, I'm out on the horse. You're right out. Yeah, yeah. On the snow. I'm, I'm good. I mean, the last time I rode a, rode a horse was a long time yeah. ago. I was, I had that young, pliable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would suggest maybe that there's some other things. I got to say, this is pretty good. We've, got, we've made it 20 minutes into this segment before we got, hey, Jason, nobody's making you stay here. Yeah. Which I love that. Don't let the door hit you, pal. Does every state do this? If you complain about the state, are they like, well, nobody's making you. Well, no kidding. Nobody's making yeah. me stay here. I love it here. I think, uh, I think all states do it to varying degrees. Yeah. I think Minnesota has a black belt in it. We're good at it. And it, it comes from that. It stems it. from the infer- inferiority complex. Yeah. Nobody is making so, a state. You're right. That's that is true. true. There's that no, is correct. Nobody at the border saying you can't cross. Yeah. Yeah. It would be strange to do this show permanently from Iowa. Or, well, it would be strange to yeah. live in Iowa, period, well, really. Well, Paul is in St. Paul. Are you the St. Paul, Paul? Uh, not quite yet. <laughs> not, not quite. You're on the path. You're uh, Don't rule it out. Yeah. Sainthood can be uh, be in your future. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's too much responsibility that's, for me. That's fair. The miracles and everything. Who's got the energy? Let's be real. Right. Paul, what do you okay, think? Well, Are you pro or con on snow? Uh, oh, I, I love snow. Because mm. right? it, it, all the bugs are gone. Uh, that That is a benefit. Wouldn't the cold do the job? Do we really need the snow to do it? Mm, the snow just adds to the picturesque. Um, it, it, that like, like liking yeah. it, it is uh, a little here's pretty. My idea. Here's my idea for you. Great. Go down to the pawn, go down to the pawn shop and get yourself a nice digital camera and then go over to one of your membership clubs and get yourself a pair of snowshoes and hit places like Tamarack nature center mm. over on, uh, in white bear township and, 
and yet, you know, not only you get some exercise, yeah. you get to bundle up and you get some nice pictures. That's pretty good, and, Paul. And a lot of fun. And, and you know, you you always got to bring along your flask of, uh, you know, <laughs> some brandy or oh yeah, absolutely, uh, ja- Jagermeister or right. Yeah, the, a good a good uh, little snood at Jägermeister will warm you up from the inside, no problem. Yeah, yeah, and it's so, it's something everybody can do as long as they can walk. Paul, Paul may be onto something. Maybe this needs to be my bet this winter because I've never really, I've honestly, I've never snowshoed and I've never cross country yeah, skied. And Lord knows, well, I'm not really doing much in the morning before this show. And the, the, you know, I don't know if your snow, your vision of snowshoes are those great big ones you've seen in the 1950s. Right. They're not like that anymore. All right, they're nice little right. compact aluminum, lightweight. Any boot will fit in them. They're really nice. All right, all right, Paul. I like it. Thank you for the call. Paul's giving me some inspiration. Mark, I have like 30 seconds left for you. Mark's in Anoka. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Can you hear me okay? You sound terrific. Jason, I I love your show. You're awesome. You're always upbeat. I love it when you rib rib, uh, Chad all the time because he's so liberal. I just get a laugh out of that. I try to like him every day, and there's always something I get disappointed on. We all do. The thing with the snow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The thing with the snow is think about your state of health at the time. I've been in some pretty unhealthy conditions in my life. True. I hate the snow. I don't want to see it. I can't stand it. When I'm good and healthy, I got my health. I'm athletic. I love the snow. I want to play in it. Snowmobile, ski, give me anything to do, I'll do it. I love the snow. I love the outdoors. So, may, I think so this may be my time. I'm, I'm a little healthier now. May, maybe this is my time to really get in go. it. Hmm. Right on. You lost all that weight on what, Golo? Uh, Livia. Livia, yeah. Olivia, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. The wrong one. Mark, all right. 70 pounds in five months. Woo. Nice. Lose weight, you'll feel like a million bucks, and you will want to be outside all the time. Good stuff. Mark, thank you. Thanks for listening. Everybody really good. Good stuff. 332. We'll take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about the absolute frenzy that's going on in the market with townhomes. More and more people moving into townhomes. Is this what people want or is this just economic reality? We'll talk with Chris Lindahl in a minute here on CCO. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I am, you know, as a Gen Xer, 
who's been sitting in my same house for 15 plus years. I'm fascinated at sort of the way our housing market has ended up in this kind of holding pattern as young people are figuring out, do I want to move out of the city? Do I want to move to the suburbs? Can I find a house that I can afford? And there are a lot of us who are just sitting on homes with our nice low mortgage interest rates. And so people have to make choices. Star Tribune had a story over the weekend about townhomes, that single-family homes have been slumping. But townhome sales have been doing well, and townhome prices have been doing even better. Thought is pretty interesting, so I wanted to bring my friend Chris Lindahl on the show to talk a little bit more about what we're seeing in the townhome market. Because, Chris, I, I don't know about you, but when I think of Minnesota, you definitely think of people enjoying having a little bit of space. So the idea of being in a attached townhome with maybe a, a tiny yard or no yard, it's a little surprising to me to see the success we've seen with, with townhomes. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate having me on. I, I think it, it, it is, I think, when you think about it in the context that you just shared there, but it isn't when you look at it from a price point. And so many, in forever, I mean, from day one, you know, people, when they purchase real estate, they buy on payment, right? Mm. How much can I afford right. on payment? It's less about the value of the home and what current mortgage rates are. It's what is it going to cost them, right? And so, and so when rates increased, I think what really, you know, when I read that story, what really wasn't told to the level that maybe it should have been, is that so many of the, the townhomes are in a price point that is attractive in a higher rate environment. The median cost of a townhome in October in the metro area was $305,000, which is nearly $100,000 less than a typical single-family home. So you think about that in the perspective of what you're talking about. You're looking at, I mean, frankly, people are, are with the interest rates where they are, uh, maybe you used to be able to afford a $400,000 home, but a similar payment might have you closer to three hundred, right? It, it does. It does. And I think that's the, the big thing. And, you know, I remember when I first started in real estate, I mean, you could find homes in the hundred to 150, 175,000 range. And that almost doesn't exist now. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if it does, it's a major renovation or, I mean, it needs, it needs a lot of work and a lot of cash. And I think also that, you know, when you look through the, you look at the past several years of the way that, you know, consumers in general think about convenience and what things we want to do and don't want to do, you're finding more people going into townhomes because they want a convenience-based way of living, too. Oh, interesting. Right. Talk, uh, do you find that when you're talking with potential buyers, like they are interested, like may- maybe they don't care as much as our generation did about, like, having a lawn to take care of and, you know, being able to tinker in the big garage or whatever the case may be. That's changing. That is definitely changing. And even when, even when we work with the, with, you know, families that decide that they want to have like more of the, the land and, and, you know, taking care of their lawn and maybe taking care of things in the garage. We're also seeing a lot more people hire, you know, services to take care of some of those things. Hmm. So the days of saying like, Hey, it's, you know, I love mowing my lawn. It's so, you know, it's so enjoyable and it's stress reliever. Now you're seeing, I don't have the time to do my lawn. I'm going to hire a service to do that. And so it's, it's happening, you know, indirectly in homes aside from townhomes. But I think when you add in the element of like, this is how much, you know, when, when things get tight, right. When money gets tight, because 
you know, the, the, the mortgage rates have changed. Right. Well, now all of a sudden you're, you're not paying for the lawn care. You are, I mean, through your association fee, of course, but you, this is your, your all in number. And now you don't have to worry about the other things. Chris Lindahl is our guest. Chris Lindahl, real estate. You know that like, obviously at the entry level and I feel bad. I, I really do. I feel for, especially the younger millennials who are at the age where maybe you're, you're at that time where you, you want to start a family or want to move out from an apartment and get that kind of what at least for a long time was sold as the American dream. The reality is, I mean, the price point, they're just, when you look at kind of a $300,000 price point, I mean, are there many Metro area homes that are around that number? There, there are some. I, I think you're right. It is very challenging. I, I, and I also see right now that a lot of, you know, families are helping contribute to, to down payments oh, as well. Sure. Right. So that's another yeah. thing that, that is, that is happening often. Rates are, you know, mortgage rates over the, you know, the past several weeks have actually started to become a lot more favorable um, than they have been in a while. But you can find, you can find some attractive homes in that 300 range, but a lot of them in, in today's world are, are selling before they even go on the MLS, right? So you have, you, you'll ha- what will happen is you'll have homeowners that don't want to do the work to get their home ready to, to go on the market. And so they reach out to real estate companies, ours being one of them, and, and say, hey, we would sell our house, but we don't want to do all the things that are required to sell it. And I think you're seeing that on the buy side, like I just mentioned a little yeah. while ago, and you're seeing it on the seller side too. People are, really don't want to go through the traditional process and the headaches and the stress that it that buying and selling homes used to be. And so you're seeing that on both sides, which has also not really been, you know, being told as much as it probably should be, is that people don't really want to go through all that process. And then you add on the selling side, if they don't know where they're moving to, because there's less inventory. Sure. Now do you want to go get your house staged and all ready to go and put it on the market when you don't know where you're moving to? Yeah. Right. So it it's creates a, headache, a little right? bit of the, yeah, yeah. It creates a little bit of the, the market gets a little bit frozen, but it's, it's definitely opening up. This is the busiest uh, I've seen it in, in this time of year in mm-hmm. a very long time. And I think it has to do with the rates, you know, dropping down over the past several weeks. It's, it's opened up a lot of things because we've been in a, you know, inventory has been sort of, we've had a constraint on inventory for a while, right? There hasn't been an, a, enough housing and it's starting to open up a bit because I think a lot of people were holding on to their houses for longer because they didn't know where they were going to go. And now there's this sort of break in action where I think people feel like we're never going back to those mortgage rates that we historic, the historic lows that we saw before. And I think people know that. And now they're making decisions on their life based on, okay, this kind of feels like it's going to be somewhat in this range. And so we're seeing things definitely change. Yeah. Um, I mean, this week we saw, and Chris Lindahl is our guest, Chris Lindahl Real Estate, um, you know, we the 30-year mortgage rate is down below 7.5, which is the lowest it's been uh, since early August. But we were up close to 8.5 at one point, weren't we? we? we yeah, we were over 8. And now, I mean, in a lot of cases that, you know, the, the, the numbers that, you know, you sort of are posted online that you see, I mean, the reality is, is if you were working with a a mortgage company, you could get a mortgage rate in the sixes now. Okay. Right. And in, in, in most cases, and that feels um, like that feels sort of like reasonable, right? <laughs> yeah, histor- yeah. If you look at, you know, throughout history, I mean, yeah. you know, the early eighties being at almost 20% and, and, you know, and then the nineties and, and what happened there, but we became, everyone became so accustomed to 
2% mortgages, 3% mortgages, 4% mortgages, that there was a huge shock when we shot up to, you know, 7 and 8% so fast. But now we're starting to, you know, we're starting to come down a bit and level out a bit. And, and I think more homeowners uh, that, that really were sitting on the sidelines now are, are, are coming on the market. And so you're going to see more, you're going to see more inventory coming as well. And, and I think we're, this is kind of what the market's going to be for quite some time. I think anyone that thinks there's a major crash coming, it's, it's super unlikely because there's not enough supply. Chris Lindahl, before you go, if you were, you know, looking at kind of our, our second ring type metro cities, your Lakevilles, your Fridleys, uh, there, there was a time that when a developer would come before those city councils with a, a proposal for a bunch of townhomes, the, the city, you know, the residents would go nuts and say, like, we don't want that. We want single family homes. Has that vibe, do you expect that to change as we just try to figure out ways to get more sort of entry-level housing on, uh, available for people? Yeah, it is changing, right? It's density, right? Yeah. And when you look at so much of the land that has already been developed in some of the areas that you had mentioned and there's not as much you know, right. available right. To, to develop on, to get more housing there, you need, you know, you need townhomes to, to, to be able to do that in single family you just can't get the density that you need to, to bring enough housing into those areas. And so I've definitely seen in, in plenty of the cities now, I would say, where I've noticed more townhome developments getting approved uh, than, I, than I have in the past. Very, very interesting. Uh, glad to hear that things are starting to shake a little bit. It's been, it's been slow. I know I'm part of the problem. You've told me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, based on your Twitter and everything else, are you always part of some problem? That's well, <laughs> it's accurate. It's accurate. I, you know, I mean, it's good to be like a minor part of people's problems. You just don't want to be a major source of their problem. You can relate to this. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely, it is definitely getting uh, a bit better. And then what we, I mean, this year, I would say earlier this year and, and sort of the middle, I mean, it was pretty flat and it was, yeah. you know, it was pretty quiet and, and it's really opened up significantly. I think anyone that's, that's listening that has had a conversation with anyone that's either looking for a house or thinking about selling a house, I mean, we're still seeing some multiple offers. I mean, there's a lot of activity going on right now for what is, you know, this time of year, it's yeah. not slowing down. I think it's partly because I think a lot of the buyers that needed and wanted to purchase were on the sidelines because of the higher rates. They simply couldn't afford the payment for the, the house that they wanted to buy. And now that that's lowering, they're, they're looking, you know, they're trying to capitalize on the moment. And now you're, it's just a momentum thing. So that then creates homeowners that were thinking about selling their house maybe next spring are now seeing that activity is a little bit higher now and might want to take advantage when the rates did drop down because there's more buying activity. And, you know, anytime that stuff, those macro conditions change, it brings more buyers to the market and it brings more sellers to the market. Cool. Chris Lindahl, good stuff. Appreciate it. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye bye. 350 back in just a minute here on Drive Time with Duration. <laughs> Talking to Matt, our digital guy, because we went and did a shoot with the Minnesota Beef Council. And the premise of this, the, the video, which will be coming soon, the WCCO radio Instagram feed. So make sure you follow that and follow mine as well, Derusha J. You can follow Cook, Dan Cook. MN, I think, is your Instagram? Uh, no, it's uh, – yeah, Instagram is Dan Cook. Well, I'm glad I know your yeah. dang handle. Well, I thought, we were, I thought for some reason I had Twitter in my head. And I, I get it. Say Dan yeah, Cook no one should show. be on Twitter. Just don't. Boy, I uh, 
thinking about jumping. So we went and did this shoot, and the question, it was like the good old days, my good question days. And the question was, how can you make a steak without smoking up your whole house, right? Because you want that nice sear on it. And so you put it on that cast iron pan that's red hot and then just smoke city. And so we go to the beef counselor, like great idea for a shoot. And you know what the answer is? Open a window. (laughs) It's like, what? Like I would have come up with a different idea for the shoot. And then poor Matt has to edit this thing together to not make it look crazy. Last night I, I made steak. I mean, I had pork this morning. Settle down, people. And I had smoked the living daylights out of my house. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.